gentlemen, welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined, as always, by my gracious co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? We're back. That's right, we're back. So, uh, since there was nothing nothing to talk about on Friday, so we didn't do one on Friday, so now we're back on Tuesday. And uh, so, Chris, do you wanna, before we get into it, you want to talk about what we're going to do on, uh, on these Fridays coming up? Yeah, so we're going to start doing like a wise guys at the movies type episode. So we asked on Instagram if any of you guys had some good movies that you've watched recently or anything that we can watch and then give a quick review on on Friday just to give us some content. Um, I think we had two or three responses say Goodwill Hunting. So we're both going to watch that and then we're going to discuss on Friday. Yeah, that'll be the first. That'll be the first one. So uh, basically, we're just, let's try to get, you know, make sure you follow the Instagram, the Twitter, the, uh, we want to make sure the fans are involved, uh, especially when there's no sports, for giving us ideas and stuff, and uh, stuff you guys would want to listen to. So Yeah, because we're pretty desperate for trying to, <laughs> yeah. to find content. I think, yeah, and and if there's something you guys are passionate about, just DM us, let us know. Yeah. Um, but let's get on to Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Um, I still don't hate Michael Jordan. No, I don't either, and... It's funny how they did this episode of him, like, when maybe people wouldn't like him, but then they surrounded it by, like, him being emotional and him having, like, his father die. So it's like, even if you did hate him, it's like, you feel bad for him and you can't really hate him. Yeah, I, I agree. That's I didn't even think about it that way. But, they yeah, the first episode was all about his father and all the rough times he had. And then sprinkled in, it was like, yeah, you know, pe- people hated him. Right, yeah. <laughs> His teammates said that he was a jerk. Yeah, but, like, they say he's a jerk, and then you're like, but why'd you say he's a jerk? He's like, well, because he uh, wanted us to be better and wanted to win championships. Right, and you can't argue with, like, because it worked. Yeah, and he he put in the work, too. He said, I think one of his quotes was, like, I didn't tell anyone to do something that I didn't Mm do. Right. So, I mean, that's in right there. Like, you should be... Be following the leader, especially when you're a professional player. You should just be dedicated as him, like as much as him. Right. And I remember him saying that. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, the Scott, <laughs> the Scott Burrell thing. Like, oh, if there's yeah. anyone that should really be annoyed by him, it's Scott Burrell. And he but wasn't. He just, no, he wasn't at all. He was like a super nice guy about it. Which was weird because Michael was seemed like was so mean to him all the time, and he just took it. Yeah, and you look at the the footage and like you know he's cursing at him and calling him all these names and stuff. And but you can tell he's like trying to amp him up. It's not mm-hmm. like he's just saying that because like he's a jerk. He's trying to help him. He's trying to push him. Right. And the Scott Burrell stuff I thought was hilarious because you just see him and he's always smiling. Mm-hmm. He's always like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, like and, he's good. <laughs> and Michael's. I think one of another quotes was like, "He's just the nicest guy I've ever met." Right, and he said that like an insult because he yeah, wanted yeah. him to fight back. Yeah, yeah, he's like, all I wanted to do was push him and push him and wanted right, to yeah. me back, but he was way too nice. Right, and I think that was exemplified when they were talking about Steve Kerr because Michael was like, he was fighting with Steve Kerr and then it broke out into a fist fight. And he was like, from that point on, though, I had a lot more respect for Steve Kerr. Like, that's what he wanted. He wanted them to match his intensity. Yeah, and uh, it seemed like that didn't, didn't matter that much you know like it seemed like Kerr didn't really care that much yeah no he was like 
he matched him. Yeah, and, and he like, was like, he, you know, I mean, he punched me in the face, and uh, right, yeah, and then we just moved happened. on, right? Um, and he, he was saying like, you know, I'm usually a pretty patient guy, but sometimes I'll just snap. It didn't. That I think that was a lie. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> seem like he was a very patient guy. <laughs> to um, punch him in the face or punch him in the chest. Yeah. Um, and what was funny, what I was thinking about with that is like that was just that was right when Michael Jordan came back, mm-hmm. and it was like in the mid, it was in the middle of the season or the end of the season, and it was just kind of random. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, it's like you're like if what if you were the guy that really hated him? <laughs> you're like, man, I got my three championships, but I had to deal with this guy. Now he's finally gone. <laughs> right, and, then and then you're then like, you go up. you go a year, and you're like, look at us, we're good without him. <laughs> and then down year, and you're like, yeah, it's all right. And then all of a sudden he walks in the gym. Right. And he's like, "Oh, this guy again." <laughs> the way that he came back was just—I thought that was so funny because I think it was B.J. Armstrong that was like, "No, why don't you come practice with us?" And he was like, "All right, yeah, I might as well." And then it was like, for six days in a row, Michael just showed up at practice. Oh yeah, and it was like actually started, making an announcement. Like a couple days a week, and then it turned into almost the whole week, and then it was <laughs> like, and. You knew the second BJ Armstrong was like, all right, well, come in and play. I was like, all right, this is how he's coming back. Oh, yeah. No, as soon as he picks up the basketball and starts playing in a game that's scored, like, he just can't help himself. He had to play. Yeah, and, like, I think it's crazy. Like, even when he came back, I think it said he was, like, 7 for 28 or something. But Mm -hmm. how do you let him take 28 shots in his game back? Yeah, I have no idea. He's rusty, and he's older, and he was just playing baseball, and you're like, you know what, let's just let him shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at the time, the team was probably pretty desperate, and, like, seeing him walk through the doors is like, I mean, Jesus is back. Well, yeah, I guess in the other spectrum, it's like, how do you not let him shoot whatever he wants? Right, yeah. Because even being away for a year and a half, like, you would think a lot of players... Right, you would think a lot of players would come back, and they'd be like, all right, well, I have to earn my spot again. No. Not even, no, like, not a little bit. The 45 was definitely weird. Yeah, the 45. Seeing him in 45 was, like, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Um, But I, I love the, uh, when the Magic, I forget which Magic player said it, but he was like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, 45 and 23. <laughs> and Horace Grant was like, oh, man. And the next <laughs> game, he comes in with 23. <laughs> they're lucky they, I, I was saying, uh, they're they're lucky that they won that series, the Magic. Oh yeah, because that would be an infamous, infamous quote if uh, they lost, if they right. really blew it. Yeah, definitely, and that kind of stuff like that happened throughout both of these episodes where people would say stuff or not say anything at all, and like Michael would just come up with a reason to hate them and then go off on them, like the <laughs> LeBradford Smith thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, the uh, the opposite spectrum part of the spectrum was like the. Uh, the glove mm-hmm. and he looks and he goes man the glove did nothing on me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like he has no idea like why i'm playing bad he thinks it's him but i got other stuff going on yeah uh <laughs> michael jordan looking at watching like when they have the interviews on like the ipad and they show it to him that mm-hmm. might be one of my favorite things about this documentary mm-hmm. he's just hilarious how he reacts to everything they right. say yeah, it was that the one with the glove, and then the Isaiah Thomas one from a few episodes of one. Yeah, and he has, such, ago. he has such good facial expressions. Mm-hmm. And it's still, like his reactions are so authentic. Oh yeah, and 
uh, like I don't know how like it's hard to describe without watching it, but mm-hmm. it's just so weird how uh like how old how different he looks in each shot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like, like they move him around. Yeah, and they move him around like in between years. Because right. like. in one in one he has like a mustache and like a little soul patch. Mm-hmm. The other he has like a full on soul patch and nothing else. And then the other one he has like no nothing. Mm-hmm. And he just like he just keeps moving around the house. <laughs> Speaking of moving around years, I'm I am getting a little sick of like the jumping around on the timeline. At first I thought it was kind of cool, but now it's just getting to the point where like, all right, can we just tell the story in order? No, I like it. I think there's I think they've gone too far though with doing it. Yeah, I know. Like at first it was if my I think my opinion would be if it was a shorter documentary, then it would be kind of cool. But like I don't know, just having 10 episodes jumping around the whole time. Like I think I said on the podcast one or two weeks ago that I liked it and now I'm kind of changing that. No, I I I still like it. I'm for it. Uh I think oh clearly now like they're too deep they can't just tell it in order now right but uh I think it's cool because it there's parallels to the '98 season with everything they're talking about so like they'd say something back in uh '94 '95 and then it just like and then they bring it back to '98 and mm-hmm. it's the same situations occurring right so I I think what is gonna be cool is in the last episode when like the old story catches up to the newer story and like yeah. it all kind of comes together at the end with that game against the jazz that should be cool yeah it definitely should be it, it's probably going to be cool and it's gonna like it's gonna wrap everything up nicely mm-hmm. yeah i've i have high expectations for the last two episodes it's it's crazy how we're already on the last two though like when you yeah, go two at a time it it goes by right and but still, like it's been four weeks, and man, it's just gone by so quickly. And because it, yeah. it's like the only thing that we've had. Yeah, I guess because it's like the only thing we've been caring about. So mm-hmm. that uh, like that Sunday night is like, you know, it's the only thing I'm really looking forward to. Right, Sunday or yeah, Sunday at nine is like the only time that I have somewhere to be. Yeah, if anyone asks, <laughs> it's in like, front of my TV. Are you busy? And it's right. like, well, Sunday at nine, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I mean, I still, I think those, these were two of the best, some of the best episodes so far. Yeah, no, they were, they were great episodes. Definitely better than last week's, I think. Yeah. And like last I week's think. were good, of course, but I think these were, these were on another level. I think the last two are going to be, I, I have, I definitely have high expectations because I think they're going to be the best two. I hope but, so. Uh, I don't know. I thought the, it was super, the, the Jordan's dad stuff was super interesting. Yeah, it was. And it was kind of like, it was definitely interesting to see how the timing of him leaving basketball to go play baseball, that was like right after his father had passed. Yeah. And it was him kind of, you could kind of see that like, that was what his dad always wanted was for him to play baseball. So then when his dad passed, he was like, you know what, let's, let's go play baseball. Well, and it carry makes out sense. his father's dream. Like it, it like it, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But what, what I thought there, there was a con a contradiction that someone said he was uh he was saying oh only him and his dad knew that he was going to retire after that year yeah no and then, but then they and then they said earlier he was like this this other guy I, I totally forget who it is 
But he was like, you know, that was the plan all along for him to leave and mm-hmm. go play baseball. That's what he told me. It's like, yeah, what, at the what Olympics, they said. Yeah, they said at the Olympics, he's like, oh, I'm going to play one more year. Right. Because he, he wanted to win three in a row because Magic and Larry hadn't done that. Yeah, so I don't know what it, like, may, maybe it is a suspension. Let's bring yeah. out the conspiracy theory. The, the conspiracies were definitely, that was a fun part of the episode. Yeah, that was fun. And Completely it was cool ridiculous. having David Stern on there saying, it never right. was, and it never will be. That was right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, him retiring has got to be like one of the most shocking sports stories of all time. When people found out that he was going to leave basketball, when they when they showed it on the thing, like the media presence was mm-hmm. insane. There was yeah, I know because like they even described it. There was like every man in the county that had a camera was there, mm-hmm. and uh, like it was so it was such a monstrous thing. That I don't know if you'd ever we'd ever see something like that again, especially in sports. Yeah, I know. Just like he was such a dominant player, and then all of a sudden, like not all of a sudden for him, but for everyone else, it was like, well, why? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't like. There. I don't think there's anything that's gonna ever top top that, mm-hmm. unless I don't know if unless some superstar. Actually, no. It would just be the same thing as Jordan. I was going to say that like wins like three championships in a row and then retires, but, yeah. um, no, I'm yeah. And I, I don't know if we got much else to say about this. Yeah. Well, I mean the, the other thing I was going to say is him watching him play baseball just looked so weird. Yeah, it did. And like, it's weird that, I don't know. How, how am I supposed to describe this? There, it was, um, like if someone did that, like and actually played baseball, and then he was supposed to go to the major leagues, mm-hmm. and like it would be crazy if he was if he could have dominated in baseball as well. Yeah, that would be crazy. The uh, I think it was Terry Francona who was his manager was saying that like if he got fifteen hundred at bats, he would have made the majors. Yeah, and, yeah, they said so, they said that. And what probably prevented him from continuing to play was the strike. So you think about, like, if the strike doesn't happen and the baseball season continues, like, maybe he doesn't come back. Yeah, I know. Maybe he doesn't come back and maybe he um, becomes a a superstar baseball player. Mm -hmm. One part I thought was funny also was when he was like, yeah, they kind of just treated me like one of the guys, like exactly how I wanted to be treated. And I was like, there's no way that they treated him like one of the guys. But could you imagine you're on some scrub team and uh-huh. then you just see Michael Jordan walk right. in the locker room and you're like, what's up, fellas? I mean, minor league baseball players like practically work for free. Like they make so I know. little. And they're, and they're like a couple years out of high school. Right, yeah. Yeah, and they're young you're, guys. You're some 30-year-old Michael Jordan. Yeah, like 22 is old for double A. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's 30 like years 31 old. coming in. Right. I thought that was hilarious. Like, they, he showed him playing ping pong with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Yeah, definitely would be a cool story for any of those guys on that team. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I played with Michael Jordan, but on baseball. Yeah, yeah I played with base, I played baseball right. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. Um, so, now we're going to move on. We're, gonna, we're bringing back the top fives. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, now with... With the Jordan dying down, I think Tuesdays were going to be big top five moments for us. Yep. Tuesday um, top fives. Tuesday. There yeah, go. there you go. <laughs> um, 
so now you want to go first. I want to go first. What's going on? Uh, I, it doesn't matter. You want to right, say you can what go the top first. five is? Yeah, you want to explain it? Yeah, so we're doing top five commercials. And before we start, um, just to clarify, I didn't ask you earlier. Can we do like series of commercials or does it have to be like one specific? Oh, no, no. Series works. Okay. Because I have a few that are like that ran a bunch, but like each commercial was slightly different. So Yeah, I agree. All yeah, right. yeah, I have that same thing. So first one. Number one pick, which was pretty tough, but most interesting man in the world. Oh, Dos yeah. Equis. Yeah. It's just so iconic. That Yeah, that's iconic, and it's been it's been running for so long. I feel like yeah, that I commercial's know. still going on. Right. Well, I think they replaced the guy, the original most interesting man in the world, and it's gotten worse since then. But like oh, the and there's first been like few... mock commercials I've, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. That, it's been parodied a lot. It's right. uh the original's a great commercial. Right, though. the originals are fantastic. Just some of the lines that you get, like when in Rome, the the Romans do as he does. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> so many so good, good lines with that one. Both sides of his pillow are cool. <laughs> <laughs> if he were to pat you on the back, you'd put it on your resume. Those were the three that I wrote down. That's pretty great. Uh, yeah, that's a great commercial. I haven't watched, I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, So my number one, is the I think it's a Geico commercial, but it's the the Icky Shuffle forty four. Oh me. yeah, <laughs> oh that's so good. He slams the the cold cuts on the get some cold yeah. get some cold cuts, and he's doing the Icky <laughs> Shuffle. Oh man, that's an amazing commercial. Yeah, I know that's <laughs> that's one of the like the Did You Know commercials. Yeah, it is the Did You Know Geico yeah. ones. Those ones are all pretty good. Yes, they are. I've uh, I have another Geico one on my list, so they they seem to always be on lists of top commercials. Yeah, Geico has some good ones, but I mean they can get stale too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, really anything if it's on for too long, and like especially when you have the same kind of script and you just change it up a little bit, and when you just keep seeing those same ones over and over again, then they get old. Yeah, this little side note on commercials with Hulu. Like whenever you're watching something live on Hulu, mm-hmm. it I feel like they all they only have like five commercials. Mm-hmm. So that really brings down the value <laughs> of commercials. Yeah, definitely. No, I know. Like even when you're not watching stuff live, and you watch like three or four episodes in a row, and it's just the same commercials every time. Yeah, that gets annoying. All right, uh, you're up next. Yeah. All right, my number two is. There were these old Monday night football commercials where it was like, on Monday night, you have one job. And the one that I was thinking of when I wrote it down was this exterminator. He goes to this lady's house and there's like this claw coming out of the wall, like there's some animal in there. And he gets there and he goes, ooh, this is going to take a lot longer than I thought it was. And I got somewhere to be. So he takes out this like huge gun and hands it to the lady. And he's like. All right, so when the animal breaks out, and it will, just shoot it in the face with this. I got to bounce. And then he leaves, and it shows him on his couch watching football. <laughs> and those commercials, that... like every one, they were all so good. I've never seen that one, actually, but that, I mean, seems pretty funny. Yeah, on Monday night, you have one job. Those all right, the I got the, uh, my next up, I got the, the Terry Crews Old Spice commercials. Yep. <laughs> There's pretty much any you can hand pick any of them. Uh-huh. They're all they're all hilarious. Yeah. Just him in a bath towel screaming at the camera, and then and then when he p- bounces the pecs. 
Yeah, and then he <laughs> turns into like a unicorn or his head explodes or something. Right. Yeah. It's all pretty it's all pretty great. Terry he's gotta be like one of the best people to have as the face of your commercials. Yeah, if you have Terry that Cruz. if you have Terry Crews in your commercial, it's probably a solid commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. Alright, my number three is the This Is Sports Center commercials. Oh, I was just yeah. those? Yes, this any any of those Sports Center commercials are yeah. so funny. I think I think my favorite one is when it's with Scott Van Pelt when he's talking to Adrian Peterson about nicknames, and Scott Van Pelt's like, "Ah, oh, I don't really have a nickname. People just call me Scott." And then everyone that walks by <laughs> calls him Bedwetter. <laughs> 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 the one guy walks by, Bedwetter. He's like, "Told you that in confidence, John." <laughs> Uh, that's pretty great. I haven't seen that one specific one, but there's so many good. Uh, this is Sports Center ones. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my next up is the the two guys in the Sonic commercials. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I actually have a. I got some sad news about those two guys. They're not doing the Sonic commercials anymore. What? Why? I think their their contract ran up or something. But the uh-huh. Sonic's going in a different direction too. Wow. To those two guys, that, which, it's been a long time that they've been on there. Yeah, and they're—I think—they're awesome. They are awesome. I think like they—they get annoying, and but it's part of their charm. Right. Uh. So yeah, it's it's shameful that they're going in a different. Yeah, that's direction. embarrassing. If I see I th- a Sonic commercial that isn't with them, <laughs> I'll be very disappointed. I think those commercials are pretty hit or miss. Like they can either be really oh, funny yeah. or be like, all right, that's yeah. There's just a couple really great stupid. ones, but then there's a lot of bad ones. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one is also Old Spice, but the mom song. Oh Remember yeah, remember that one where yeah, like I do. it's the mom song singing about how her her boy is becoming a man because of Old Spice, <laughs> and she keeps like sliding out of different places when he's on a date. Yeah, it's I remember that. Commercial. I think I think all the Old Spice ones are pretty good. They are good, yeah. Some companies just like just do it right. Yeah, especially like when you go over the top like Old Spice does. Mhm. And just makes it corny and funny. Right. Uh my next one is it's a Pringles one and it's the one where they have like the they're all stacking chips and stuff mm-hmm. and it's the different it's the Alexa. It's a fake Alexa. It's like some off-brand one, but it's like it talks about how sad it is and how it can't eat Pringles. And, it, <laughs> and it's like, it's so sad that to be alive because it can't eat Pringles. And the guy just goes, okay, play Funky Town. And, they all just, <laughs> and they're all just eating Pringles. <laughs> yeah, Pr- Pringles, that's another company that does them good. I remember the one Pringles commercial where they're di- like, they stack the three different flavors and the guy has the blindfold on and he takes a bite and then he like rattles off all the flavors and they're like, what? How'd you do that? And he goes, I could see through the blindfold. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they have some good ones. All right, uh, this will be my last one, right? Yeah. It's number five. All right, Puppy Monkey Baby. Oh my god, <laughs> I hated Punky Monkey. Uh, Puppy oh, Monkey Baby is so good. No, that <laughs> sucks. <laughs> How could you not like the Puppy Monkey Baby? No, that was <laughs> oh, it's <just> awful. <laughs> I think it's great when oh, it man. comes. It climbs up on the guy and it licks him. Yeah, I just about to say, lick licking monkey. his face. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great commercial. Uh, my last one was the the Larry Bird Michael Jordan for the 
for the oh uh, for Big the Big Mac. Mac, and also the LeBron Dwight Howard for the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. I think they I think they're both pretty good, especially the LeBron and Dwight Howard one where old Larry Bird steals the Big Mac at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those are classics. Can't get yeah. wrong with those. Yeah, and especially you get to see like all the cool dunks and shots and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. All, all right. right. Honorable uh, mentions, or do you have? Yeah. Any? Oh, I have some honorable mentions. All right. Uh, what's up? We missed that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like that was kind of before us, though. Like I never bit. really saw that. I only saw that on TV a few times. Yeah, and like um, on shirts and stuff. Right. Uh oh, the Michael Scott commercial that they made in the office. I had that on my list. Oh yeah. The episode, <laughs> the episode where the ad agency comes in and he kicks him out, and then he makes his own commercial. Pretty yeah, good commercial. I so, <laughs> that thought that was deserving of an honorable mention. And then the last one I have is the the NFL playoffs one with We Ready. Oh yeah, commercial. that one's that one's great. That one got overplayed a lot. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> it was good when it was like the first couple times. Right, it just gets you ready for the playoffs. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so my honorable mentions, I got the uh, the NFL 100 one. Oh yeah, during the that Super Bowl. That one was pretty Bowl. good. Where they're all like there was all the generational players. Mm-hmm. passing the football yeah that was uh, a cool commercial and then pretty much any of the rick and morty ads mm-hmm. like which where, where it's them and they're like like there's a pringles one and right. there's a there's a wendy's one that's pretty good right now but just anyone I've seen with... the wendy's one. Oh yeah the they, they hop one. on like a subway train and all the wendy's breakfast food is about to beat them up <laughs> and it's pretty funny and then the uh my my last one my last honorable one was the uh, the Lincoln commercials. Oh, with Matthew McConaughey. With Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, those just are great. Any of those are just great. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I there's one I forgot to put on there. The the Ron Burgundy commercials with the Dodge Durango when Ackerman oh, yeah. Two was coming out. Those were great commercials. Um, yeah, and I guess just any mo- any ones that like inter interact with a movie or a TV show. Those are mm-hmm. pretty good. Generally good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got for the ads yep do you remember the well. uh what was the it was one of the it was in one of the super bowl it was one of the gofundme pages it was an awful commercial uh, uh go daddy i don't remember with the hot girls making out with the pimply fat guy oh yes that was disgusting <laughs> i do yes i do remember that that was awful yeah, uh, just like the shock value was like, okay, what are we, what are we? Oh well, yeah, here? and it was just like a makeout scene on TV. <laughs> right. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to watch the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't we, need to see this. What are we doing here? Even if it was two good-looking people, I didn't, I just don't need to see this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do remember that. How could and, I forget? Uh, there's a couple good, uh, good Doritos ones. Yeah, the, I, I didn't put any of those on my list, but I definitely thought about them. The one where they're doing the ultrasound. Oh and yeah, he's eating and he, the Doritos, he's eating and Doritos. she like she knocks out, or he sees that the baby like moves, and yeah, follows moves the, Dorito, the Dorito, and then she knocks it out of his hand, and the baby like jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah, or uh, I think there was the Doritos one with the dog and the screen door. And mm-hmm. He saw the Doritos and just ran through the screen door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Doritos they do good at. They always. That's always one of the ones where during their Super Bowl, it's like, let's see what they can come up with this year. Yeah, and the Budweiser ones are always good. Mm-hmm. They're they're a little sappy, but they're pretty good. Right. 
Uh, yeah, the, Budweiser was the one with the puppies, right? Yeah, the puppy love and the horses, right? Yeah, I definitely. mean, once you have puppies and horses, there's not right. You, you can't, can't really, really go bad. wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all we got. Yep. Cool. Um, so yeah, Fridays, doing movies. Um, and make sure if there's any subjects you want, let us know. And see you guys later.